0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia. Well, settle back wherever you're listening in around the world, maybe through TuneIn Radio or OO Tunes. Radio Player Canada, awesome apps of which to have on your device to where you can follow Kelly and Company right here on AMI-audio. If by chance you missed the top of the show, do take a listen to the full Kelly Company podcast or one of the repeats. Big announcement. We'll, we'll revisit that a little later on in the program for a moment or two. But lots ahead on the show, and happy Halloween to all. Margaret Weldon sitting at the home studio in Toronto. Kelly McDonnell here at the home studio, London, Ontario, on this uh, Kelly and Company sixth anniversary of the program. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we get to visit with our community reporters. Today, we bring in Kim Hovey uh, of, uh, out in Dawson City, Yukon, and we get to see what's happening out in her region and get to do a few different conversations. Uh, today, as she brings some topics to us as our community reporters do. Kim, nice to have you back. How are you?
1: Thank you. Great to be back. Happy Halloween.
0: Yes, indeed. Um let's first talk about Yukon travel and color blindness glasses that help to see the northern lights.
1: Yes, so as you know, I do send you guys pictures of the northern lights. And that is such a big draw for people to come up to the Yukon is to see the gloriousness of the Yukon, of of the Northern Lights. And so, as I haven't always been colorblind, I'll just tell you how I got onto this. I haven't always been colorblind. And so, it was just by accident that we found out that I did get colorblind or color deficient and so just as I was doing research and looking into things one of the things I saw just recently was this uh, northern lights and on in chroma a uh, brand name for these colorblindness glasses uh, the two of them joined together because you just have no idea of the beauty of the lights if you don't see the color. I mean, I enjoy it as much as I do um, because I, I think because I know color and I and so I put my version of what color is on it. Um, but so it might be very different than what I see. What well, your know perception
0: is. is. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think about that because I know I've been colorblind all my life, but I would swear to people, but I can see a difference. I know whether I'm I, in my mind, well, that's just a different shade of black or white or whatever. And my mind fills it in. Um, and, and it's. You know, always been one of those things I think harder than giving people an idea of what I can see, giving them that idea of what I can't see when it comes to color. Because sometimes I think, well, yeah, but I can, if I know something's that color, I know that's the shirt that is blue. I can tell you that's a blue shirt. Where people say I, you're not really colorblind, and I know as a kid that was one of the things I wanted to see the most, were those were those northern lights. But of course, as I you know got older, I think I should fly out there sometime while I have enough vision left to even remotely see them. But I don't know that with my naked eye at that time. You know, I'm talking when I was in my you know early twenties. Now would I even be able to see them? So it's fascinating when you mention that as to what you see, what you believe, what you depict with your eyes um, you can see those colors
1: well yes and uh, like I mean I will express to whomever is with me what colors I will see and I'll get a big chuckle because of my color blindness I see kind of opposite of what <laughs> they are seeing Wow!
0: Yeah. and
1: so yeah Um, So that's just something that I would love to be able to see that truly. So this is one of the things that I've put on my bucket list is I want, I really want to see if those color blindness uh, glasses really work. Um, So hopefully one of our places, whether it's CNIB or whatever, have a, a pair that I can try because they are expensive. So, It'd be cool to try something and see what colors actually come through
0: that. Well, we'll put the information too up on the blog, so others who may be um, in in a position to to try or want to get a hold of them. So I, I got to ask this because this is just a general thing that I've always wondered. Never really, you know, whenever I'm talking any about the Northern Lights, it never jumps into my you know my head to really ask from your position to look for the lights at night on a night when they're very visible. Um, do you just look in the northern sky, or do they fill more than just the northern sky?
1: It totally depends. And it can be from one broad side to the other, depending where you are, out in open land, you, like from ear to ear, you can see them wow. dancing. It's or it can just be pockets. Like to me, i what I see is moving clouds like you know scratchy kind of clouds right um so it's more of a grayish tone and like I see them very clearly and they're beautiful when they dance but I don't see how um the color just explodes is what I'm missing yeah because that's what apparently makes the whole show just so be because they're brilliant colors of green and purple and pink. And yeah, so that's something that I would love to be able to see again.
0: I hope you can, because I, I just love the description you were giving there. Thank you. It's really something that, uh, you know, people I know spend money to go up to, do a pilgrimage, and, and really it is special. And any of us who have, you know, vision impairment would love to to, to experience that. Um, so I, I always try to live vicariously through anybody that can. Uh, AMI.ca slash Kelly Coe will put that up on the blog information about the glasses.
1: How has Excellent. COVID... Not, oh, oh, I'm sorry. How has COVID 19 affected um, Canada's vision healthcare overall, Kim? Well, from what I was doing research, like, I mean, I complain about, or I don't complain, but I uh, express the trials and tribulations of living up north and getting the proper. Um, Resources, uh, and it is very much a struggle, but I do see that it isn't just up north like it's it's a very broad thing across Canada, and it's scary, considering like forty percent of medical professionals in the medical field at this point want to either change their job to another location or completely change their career altogether. So that's, that's really scary um, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. And so they, um, the government provided $2 billion to clear the backlog. I'll just give you some facts here that I was reading through. And three, three out of four Canadians can stop vision loss with early diagnosis. So that's a, a, a huge thing considering two-thirds of Canadians have not had eye exams in the past year. 180,000 fewer eye surgeries in 2021 compared to 2019 and 1.8 million fewer visits to the eye doctor in 2021 than 2019. So those are like huge numbers for Canada, and yeah, that's um, it's just scary to to know that that's where we're at. But they are trying to move forward. Um, so the um, there there is a petition um, from the National Eye Care. They want to create a National Eye Care Strategy. And that is the stopvision.lawca. It's a petition. And I I think I have that on the link as well. Um, for what I sent.
0: That's amazing. Um and it's a lot to think about as everything. It is what it is, Kim. And and again, you know, uh, going back to not experiencing, being being out there, and we've talked with you so much about with everything being rural, but how much time it takes to go anywhere and how often for you a journey somewhere uh, has to be quite a ways away and just trying to navigate all that to get the specialized care is phenomenal. Well, and I mean,
1: there's just, is these big obstacles that just make it even bigger for for us up here. And that's that's daunting, you
0: know? I I know so many people, and as we've talked about this report card um, with the Vision Health, a lot has been said about missed appointments. And I know myself with my eye condition, I've always been of the, well, there's not really much they can do, even though there's so much research on genetic eye diseases. There's things we've talked about here on the program when we've uh, had folks on here uh, from various organizations and going over some of that. So you start saying, okay, is there some hope in certain cases? And is there, there movement? And I'm, I'm sure there always is, but it is very... For some of us, we get very complacent about it. Then there are others in that position, like yourself, looking for things like the glasses, like any, just making appointments and wanting to. And, well, look, yeah, mm-hmm. for you to do that appointment, that's a day and a half journey.
1: At least, yes. And so, but I'm glad to see that ca. they've got some reports that they put out. And, it is good to see moving forward how they want to get this rectified because um, we don't need to be a blind country. You know, we've just got so much beauty here and the fact that so, so much of blindness can be preventable too Mm -hmm. with early early diagnosis.
0: So
1: it's, it's important to stay on top of that stuff.
0: Well, and in a country where we're, one of the counted as a privileged country uh in the world you start saying how come that so when there's so many other countries that that are working hard that people are helping or trying to do their best and support and you sometimes feel they're making more inroads because here we don't worry about some of the people we need to worry about we don't advocate enough for the people in certain areas um so it's 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 a tough one to kind of understand, uh, but especially something we know can change. Kim, music's playing. We'll talk to you next month.
1: Thank you very much. Have a great day.
0: We'll put things up on the blog that Kim spoke about, AMI.ca, slash Kelly Kim Hovey, our community reporter in Dawson City, Yukon. Coming up next, we learn about the True Colors Festival, uh, celebrating diversity through a world-class concert by enormously talented artists with disabilities. Stay tuned. We'll get into that conversation momentarily.